Hi, I'm Matt McClory, lead pastor alongside my wife, Jill, here at Colonial Church in St. Augustine, Florida. Wanted to welcome you to Colonial Church's podcast. We are a church that believes in Jesus and people, which means we believe in you. So why not today subscribe to this podcast and choose to grow your life spiritually and in all the other ways as well into everything that God has got for you. God bless you and I hope you enjoy this episode. First John chapter 2 and verse 18. This is the Apostle John speaking to the early church. And John is talking to a church that's in the middle of false teaching in the middle of um, opposition, in the middle of persecution. And there were people that were coming in and trying to bring in outside ideas of who Christ was and who Jesus is. Okay, And so he's addressing the church. John writes a lot later in his life, and he was the one that lived the longest of all the apostles, those that walk with Jesus. He lived... um, a long, long time after most of them did, and he began to see things towards the end of his life, and so he writes. So here in 1 John 2 and verse 18, it says, Children, it is the last hour, and as you have heard that Antichrist is coming, so now many Antichrists have come. Therefore we, do, therefore we know that it, is, that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not of us. If they had been of us, they would have continued with us, but they went out that it might become plain that they all are not of us. Verse 20, but you have been anointed. Everybody say anointed. Anointed. By the Holy One, and you have all knowledge. I write to you not because you do not know the truth, truth, but because you know it, and because no lie is of the truth. Who is the liar but he who denies that Jesus is the Christ? This is the Antichrist, he who denies the Father and the Son. No one who denies the Son has the Father. Whoever confesses the Son has the Father also. Let what you heard from the beginning abide in you. If what you heard from the beginning abides in you, then you too will abide in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that He made to us eternal life. I write these things to you about those who are trying to deceive you. But the anointing, there it is again, that you received from Him abides in you. And you have no need that anyone should teach you, but as his anointing teaches you about everything and is true and is no lie, just as it has taught you, abide in him. If you've got your Bibles, why don't you put your hand on your Bible right now? We're going to pray over God's word. We believe in God's word here at our church. We believe it has the power to change our lives. Does anyone else believe that? And I pray you came into church today not expecting to hear a word from Maddie, but you expect to hear a word from God. And so we're going to pray over the word today and we're going to believe to that end. God, we thank you. Holy Spirit, we need you. Speak to us. We don't want another church service. We want an encounter with you. We want revelation from heaven. We want to understand even more than we do. We want to see more clearly than we do. And we ask right now, Lord, that you would show up, that you would use these words and you would use the word, Father, to illuminate new things. We thank you for clarity. We pray for faith. We pray for vision. And Lord, we believe that 
kids are experiencing that as well right now in all-in uh, all kids. And Father, I just thank you that this too doesn't have to be another church service for them, but they can encounter you too. And so God, we believe for that. We ask for it, God. Do a miracle this anointing Sunday, Lord. We're watching. We're ready. In Jesus' name. If you believe it, say amen. amen. You'll need this in 2023, part two. If you weren't in church last weekend, that's between you and the Lord. <laughs> but last weekend, I said in 2023, you're going to need two things. First of all, you're going to need Jesus. You need Jesus in 2023. And I talked about what a life with Jesus offers us as believers. What we get out of the deal. It's amazing we get anything. But there are things that we get. We get benefits serving the Lord. We get benefits knowing Jesus. We get benefits being in relationship with Him. And I talked about what Jesus actually offers us at the beginning of a brand new year. As we look ahead and decide with our lives how we're going to live. And at the end of the service, we resurrendered our life to him all over again and said, God, this is your year. So last year was all about Jesus. But the other thing you're going to need this year is the Holy Spirit. So welcome to Anointing Sunday. You'll need Jesus, but you'll also need the Spirit. In fact, I want to go so far as to say you can't do without it or you can't do without him. I want to talk about anointing for a moment. What is anointing? The biblical definition is this. A ritual of pouring or smearing oil on a person's head. The ritual was often done to install someone in a new office, a new role, or authority. In the Old Testament, we see time and time again this process. This is the way God works. When you're looking through Scripture and you're reading Scripture, it's very good if you can quickly get to the way that God does things. Because if you can get to the way God does things, it's going to help you out a lot. Because then you can get over the way you do things and just start doing, the way God, doing things the way God does things. But you see this pattern, you see this Scripture that happens, that kings, when they were placed in authority, they would be anointed before they became king. Warriors going into battle, going into a war. Nations going to battle. There would be an anointing, a consecration and an anointing that would happen prior to the battle. It would also be used. Anointing was also prominent and prevalent in healing. Anointing oil has healing qualities to it. Uh, there's a richness to it. And that we see in Scripture that people would be anointed and prayed over and God would heal them. One of the main texts for that is James 5 in the New Testament. Let me read it to you. It says, If anyone among you is sick, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him. Look at this. Anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick and the Lord will raise him up. If he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. So what is the anointing and why is it important? All through Scripture, we see a pattern. I want you to write this down. God appoints, God anoints. What you are appointed to, you will be anointed for. I want to talk about the supernatural miracle of God called appointment and anointment. Appointment and anointment. God has a way of doing things. 
This is what he does. God raises up. God promotes. God appoints. But then there's a fourth part to his way of doing things. God anoints. And that is the way that God uses his chosen instruments and has done it for thousands of years. He sets aside someone, says, I want him or I want her. I want to use him or I want to use her. I have decided that that is the person. He raises them up. He appoints them, but then he anoints them for his service. So let me ask you a question. Why do you think it's any different for you? Why do you think that the fourth step isn't for you? And I want to encourage you today that this could actually be the most important day of the year for you, because this is the day when you will be anointed for your appointment, that God has got an assignment for you. And maybe you're in here today and you've never heard that before, but God has got something special that's just for you to do. And nobody else can do what he is asking you to do. You can't transfer that work to someone else. You can't refer that on to another Christian. You can't just hope that someone picks up the slack. The reality is this. It's just for you. It's your appointment. It's your assignment. It's your mission. But I wonder if you know that God has got it for you. And the reason that you need the anointing of the Holy Spirit is because God wants to take your assignment and breathe His life into it. He wants to take your mission and put his power into it in Jesus' name. He raises up, he promotes, he appoints, and he anoints. It's so funny to me how we struggle with the very last of all of that pattern. I mean, just think about it. We tend to understand the raising up part. I mean, that's training and development, right? We understand that in the workplace, in in, in, in uh the commercial world, we understand training and development. On the football field, we understand training and development. We understand the raising up. Someone has a talent and we say, yeah, let's put them through a training program and get them ready for what they're going to do. We understand the raising up part. We also understand the promotion part. I mean, who doesn't like a promotion? More work, but more money. Who doesn't like a promotion? We understand that. We understand, I want to move up, I want to get promoted. So we get that part of it. Something else we also get is you also get the appointment part. Okay, I understand what an appointment is, a time and a place. I need to be there, ideally on time. But there's an appointment, we get that part. But what about the anointing? What is it about the anointing that we struggle with so much? This is why we don't understand, this is why we struggle with it is because we don't understand it. But that's the point. You're not meant to fully understand everything that God's doing. Let me show you a verse. John 3 in verse 8 says, The wind blows where it wishes and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. I love Holy Spirit people, because you never know what they're going to do. <laughs> you never fully know what's going on. There was a guy that was in my life when I first got saved. His name was Steve. He still lives in Australia. and Sort of God assigned him to be sort of like my mentor when I first became a Christian. 
But this guy was a Holy Spirit radical. I mean, he just, like, I just used to love watching him because he never knew what he was going to do. But the whole time, he was always led by God. He was always talking about what God was doing. He was always explaining the things of God to me. He was always saying, hey, this is so cool. We're going to go here. We're going to go to this place and God's going to show us what to do. And I'm like, you are crazy. But then it started to catch on. And then I started to realize this isn't Steve. This is the Holy Spirit. And I just want to encourage you this year, you might not understand everything that's happening. Oh, come on, somebody. You might not exactly understand what is ahead this year. You might not even understand all the details of the assignment and the appointment that's ahead of you. But if you have the Holy Spirit, you've got everything you need. This year, all you need is Jesus and being led by the Spirit. You need the Spirit's anointing on your season. You need the anointing of the Holy Spirit, listen to me, friend, upon your family this year. You need the anointing of the Holy Spirit upon your kids this year. You need the anointing upon your endeavors. Maybe you're in here today and you're thinking about starting something new. Can I just encourage you, don't take another step without the anointing of God's Spirit on your life. Why? Because you've been called, you've been appointed, and you need the anointing. Here's another progression in Scripture. I just found it as I was preparing this message. I thought it was interesting. This is 2 Kings 11, verse 12. It says, Then they brought out the king's son. So there it is, the separation, the the, the consecration, the movement that that God does. He, he, He sets someone aside for himself and put the crown on him and gave him the testimony, which was the law for us today. That's the spirit. And they proclaimed him king and anointed him. And they clapped their hands and said, long live the king. He was called, then he was appointed and anointed. What has God got ahead for you in 2023, I wonder? What could God possibly have ahead for you? And it's exciting. Galatians 5 verse 25 says, if we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. What area of life, what sphere of influence has God given you to attend to, to be appointed to, to step into this year? What's your appointment? What's your assignment? Because there's a time and place. God has set it all up. You know that? God has already gone ahead into your year, set the whole thing up. Now, all you need to do is stop leading yourself. Let the Holy Spirit take you there. Let the Holy Spirit lead you into the places and spaces. You know, I find myself places sometimes. I'm just like, what am I doing here? <laughs> I'm just like, this is random. And I'm just like, God, what are you doing? What are you up to, Lord? What's happening right now? Show me, Holy Spirit, and every single time he does. Maybe you're a teacher in here today. 2023, you definitely need the anointing of the Holy Spirit to teach the next generation. And we are so grateful for you. Maybe you're a stay-at-home parent this year. You need the Holy Spirit to anoint your year so you can lead and raise the kids that God has given you. Maybe you're a business person today. And I'm just, I'm really believing. I got it on my heart for business people this year. You're going to step into a whole new realm. You're going to step into a whole new sphere. Up until this point, you've been growing and building your business in your strength. 
You've been doing it according to what you know. You've been doing it in your power. What's going to change as of this moment is you're going to step into a new realm, not because of you, but because of God. He's going to anoint your business. He's going to raise you up. He's going to appoint you and give you assignments. And you're going to know it's Him. Maybe God is calling you to a specific type of mission or endeavor or ministry. You need to let the Holy Spirit anoint what is ahead. It's always the same process. You are not the exception to the rule. I am not the exception to the rule. God, God sets aside. God raises up. God appoints and God anoints. So I wanted to give us this morning, before we have a moment in prayer and worship, where we're going to anoint your year ahead. I wanted to give us five key reasons, and there are obviously more, but five key reasons that I wrote down that you need the anointing of the Holy Spirit in 2023. You ready? Number one, the Holy Spirit empowers you. The anointing of the Holy Spirit in your life, it puts power in you. It's your unction to function. It is your ability to do. It is the reason that you're able to do what God has called you to do. And without it, you're powerless. Without it, it's just theory. Without it, it's just maybe head knowledge. Without it, it's just observation. But with the anointing of the Holy Spirit, it's power. When the apostles were gathered and they were just at the beginning of the book of Acts and they were about to be filled with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit was going to come upon them. and They were freaked out. Jesus had just been crucified. There were all kinds of stuff going on. There was, there was, just, there was craziness going on and they were worried about their lives. They were worried about their families. They were boarded up basically in a room and they were scared for their lives. But then we read Acts chapter 2. Holy Spirit comes, Peter stands up, lets everyone know what's going on. Acts chapter 3, Peter and John are going into the temple in plain daylight, heal a lame beggar. What was the difference? It wasn't just chapter 2 to chapter 3. It was Holy Spirit anointing that gave them power that helped them step into their God-given calling, that meant the miracle-working uh, power of God would work in their lives and God would get the glory. Do you see the pattern? This is what God does. And this is what He's going to do with you in 2023. The Holy Spirit anointing in your life, it empowers you. It put, it's put, puts power into you. You need power for God to get the glory. Because without it, what you're called to do would be impossible. That business that you want to start, that, that, that place that you feel called to go, you wouldn't get there. You are, you are good, okay? Like you, you, you're a good person. I believe that. I believe you have good, I think we all, uh, you know, are trying our best. You know, we're all, we got good intentions. But you need God's power. Because it's a game changer. You need the power in your life. The best example that I could give you in the recent times in my life is planning this church. I don't have the natural talent, gifting, or ability to do this. Full transparency. I'd like to think I, I, I could. I'd like to, to, to think that I could pull it all off. I'll tell you right now. It's been 99% God and 1% me just showing up 
and still being alive. It's the Holy Spirit's anointing in a person's life. It gives you the power. It gives you the ability. It's, it, there are times where I just know this is not me. This is all God. And I want to prophesy over your life. Your gifting is natural, but the anointing is supernatural because it comes from God. It doesn't come from, you can't manufacture anointing in a factory and sell it on Amazon. It comes from heaven. And I don't want to prophesy into your life. I'm believing that this year, as you're anointed and step into it, God's going to empower you with new ability. He's going to give you new wine. You're going to come up with new strategies, new wisdom, new thinking, new ideas. And you're going to look back and you're like, man, I, I mean, that, that's really good, but it had nothing to do with me. But God put the power in me. You're going to have ability this year to hear God like you never have before. You're going to have an ability this year to live for God like you never have before. You're going to have an ability this year to overcome things you have never been able to overcome before. You're going to have uh, power this year to overcome sin that you're never able to overcome till now. And here's one. You're going to have the power this year to step on the giant's head. You're going to have the power this year to step on, sorry, the serpent's head and cut off the head of the giant. In your life, there are going to be things that have just taunted you. There are, going to be, um, there are going to be mountains that have been in front of you that you've just never been able to get past. But because of the anointing of the Holy Spirit putting power in you, you step forward into it. So number one, it puts power in you. Number two, it emboldens you. It puts confidence in you. It instills boldness and courage and resolution to overcome timidity and misgiving? How do you have confidence like the Apostle Paul to travel, to visit new places, to stand in public squares, to, to enter into brand new communities and talk about a man and a way and a resurrection and a life? How does that happen? Yes, he had education, but he was anointed. Yes, he had pedigree, but Ananias laid hands on Paul. In Acts chapter 9, he was filled with the Spirit of God and he stepped into what God had given him. He was emboldened to do so. I think about what, what gave the confidence for David to run across the valley of Elah straight towards Goliath. It wasn't his own ability. It wasn't his own natural talent. It was the anointing that brought the confidence. 1 Samuel 17 and verse 4. 45 says, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have denied. The anointing of the Holy Spirit in your life gives you the confidence that you need to achieve the completion of the assignment. Some of you in here today, you don't have the confidence to do what, God, what you know God has called you to do. It's the anointing that gives you the confidence. See, the enemy, he loves indecision. I love this saying, indecision robs a man. And the enemy wants to do everything he can to rob you of the power and the confidence and the ability. But I believe the breakthrough that God wants to give you. The anointing of God gives you the backbone of steel to step into the life that God has called you to live. So it empowers you, it emboldens you. Number three, it equips you. See, the anointing of the Holy Spirit, it gives you the tools. 
It gives you the, the wherewithal. It gives you the, the, the stuff that you need to be able to do what you're called to do. God's not going to call you to the mission field. He's not going to call you to the business world. He's not going to call you to, to the church planting arena and just leave you without the tools. Like that's just not the way God works. He start, he's going to start to bring in things into place. You're going to start to get coaches and mentors and teachers and, 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 and ministry leaders and people that come alongside you. And what's going to happen is it's the anointing of the Holy Spirit that's actually equipping you. This is what the Holy Spirit does. I'll give you an example. This is Isaiah 11 verse 2. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. And the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And as you get equipped, you'll get wisdom. You'll get insight, the ability to see into a situation. You know, that's a Holy Spirit-given thing. That's a God-given thing for you to look at a situation, not with naturalized friends, but with spiritual eyes. To look at a difficulty, to look at a challenge and think from the outside, this looks like that. But what I know is that God's doing this. That's insight. You'll get knowledge. You'll get truth. The Holy Spirit won't lead you down an incorrect path. He is the correct one. He knows all. He loves all. He, he will not lead you astray. Something else that the Holy Spirit anointing does is it gives you grace. You're able to operate in a grace that you never had before. You're able to, to work in, inside a grace lane that God has given you. It's the anointing that sets you up to be able to do that. Something else that the anointing does for you is it helps you forgive. someone's wronged you really bad and it really hurts and it's been really hard and it's messed you up and there's been all kinds of stuff that's happened and there's always, it's all, it's always confusion. It's just really, really difficult, but you're able to forgive. What is that you? No. It's the anointing, the Holy Spirit, giving you the equipment, setting you up for victory. So it equips you, it empowers you, it emboldens you. Number four, it grows you. See, the anointing, it helps you grow. Because as you exercise your faith, and your faith is being exercised time and time again through a step of faith that God sees as faithfulness, so He honors it with His faithfulness. And then what happens is these like building blocks of faith, and all of a sudden you get to new places where you look back, you're like, man, I've really grown. But you know, it's not just the anointing that grows you like that, but it's also the anointing that helps you stay, that helps you grow that you're able to stand the test and the trial and without it, you might not have made it. It's the anointing that grows you, it matures you. And number five, the most important part about the anointing this year is it'll bring Christ out in you. Ultimately, the anointing of the Holy Spirit points you and others to Him. People are gonna ask you in 2023, they're gonna ask you, how did you do it? But what they're really asking is, where did the power come from? Well, how did you get through? How did you stay in it? How did you not give up? How did you keep coming to church? How did you keep showing up for that meeting? And you're going to be able to say, it was Christ in me, the hope of the world. But it was the Holy Spirit leading me the whole way and His anointing in my life. Would you stand with me? Here's what we're going to do. I believe that God has got great things for you this year. 
But all across this room, there's no way that I could know every single one. Couldn't know your situation. Couldn't know all the details. Couldn't know the desires of your heart. Couldn't know the goals that you have. Couldn't know the, the things that you're believing for, the stuff that you're hoping for. I couldn't know all of that, but I know someone who does. And it's God. And this is why this moment is so important because as you step into what God has for you, I believe that He's set you apart. I believe that He's raised you up for this time. I believe that He's given you an appointment, an assignment. Now you need the anointing. So what we're going to do is we're going to have leaders down the front. You guys can begin to come right now. And here's what we'd like to do. We'd like to just, just for everyone, when we start singing and worshiping, you just begin to step out. And I would love it if everyone about halfway could start to move towards the back and the people from halfway down, you move towards the front. And if we could keep it, the forward motion in these aisles down here and as you get prayed for and anointed, that you head out the sides, okay? But what our leaders are gonna do, they're just gonna lay, put, put a little bit of oil on your forehead and we're gonna pray specifically over you. We're gonna pray and believe with you. We're gonna pray for, for Holy Spirit power. We're gonna uh, pray for the right tools and equipment to come your way. We're gonna pray if you're sick, Listen to me. If you're sick, as they pray, I want you to let them know they're going to pray for your healing. They're going to pray for your deliverance. They're going to pray for you to step into everything that God has for you. Sound good? So as we begin to sing, as we begin to worship, you just begin to step out and move. It's going to be awesome. Let me pray for us. Holy Spirit, we need you. Holy Spirit, we love you. Thank you that you're here right now. Thank you that you're ministering. We pray that this moment of anointing, that you would move upon it, Lord. As the oil goes on the forehead and the prayers go up, God, would you move? Father, we consecrate this moment to you. We believe that you are going to speak to people, that you are going to um, put resolution in people. You're going to put uh, confidence in people. We believe right now, Holy Spirit, you're going to heal people. And we're believing for great things in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to that podcast. We pray it blessed you and empowered you in all that God's got for you. Why don't you share that with a friend, someone who maybe needs to hear it. We'd love for you to also to visit us um, either online at colonialchurch.life or here at church at 550 State Road 207 here in St. Augustine, Florida. Be blessed.